0: Hey Martin. you know real quick I want to thank everybody and say that I think I want to nominate this award to uh, my reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. Thank you everybody.
1: Welcome back to the combo Book Bullies. When there's a new bully, me host Leroy, aka Never Smile While Eating a Corn Dog, with my co-host.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, this is Eli, aka Fragile.
1: There we go. <laughs> yeah, and we're back with the episode. And even though it is a light week, we got a bunch of stuff we're gonna go on because that's how it always works. So we're just gonna just get down to the nitty gritty. Just get just get all up in it, you know.
0: All up in it.
1: And it seemed like it's gonna be a a, a me heavy show this week. Sorry, sorry, Jay. <laughs> uh but Elias feel free uh is free to interject anytime he feels so yeah first thing let's just start off with uh the first topic like I said this happened nowhere I don't know how many people even because like I said this is something from the 80s so I don't even know how many people even relate to this what we're about to talk about but we're going to talk about Kirstie Alley you know want to say rest in peace to Kirstie Alley so yes so yeah so people don't know who Kirstie Alley is she was a big deal back in the 80s uh not so much after the 80s maybe a little bit like in the early 90s but after that you know just...
0: she was actually a sex symbol in the
1: 80s <laughs> she was a sex symbol in the 80s i'm gonna see if i can pull this up because uh yeah in the in the 80s you know those shoulder pads she made shoulder pads sexy you know and she may have had an influence on me being attracted to bossy women you know but we'll get to that <laughs> in a second you know uh before like i say before uh kirstie ellie got on there before she got named she was actually starting off with Star Trek. Now, Star Trek is one thing that we really don't talk about on this show too much because it's not really like our wheelhouse and fandom. Go to get this Geeks and uh, Comics. They will talk about Star Trek till your eyes fall out, you know. But there is one thing I did like. Uh, the Wrath of Khan. There's one Star Trek movie I do think is a class against Wrath of Khan. And she was in it. She played somebody. I don't know. She didn't show up again after that. So it doesn't really matter who she was. The chick
0: Spock bangs. <clears throat>
1: Did Spock bang or did Kirk bang?
0: No, what Spock bang. I th- I'm pretty sure Spock bang. What's what's that, the, what's that ritual that they do? The
1: the, the Kama the, Sutra or the Kama Tosh?
0: Yeah, something. Yeah, camp camp far away or something.
1: Yeah, band know. camp something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. I've seen that episode, but yeah, the
0: Vulking love ritual or mating ritual or whatever the fuck.
1: Yeah, I thought you looked up with Kirk. I gotta watch it again. I guess I don't know. And so that, that'll tell you how much we know about Star Trek. That is as far in <laughs> knowledge as we know, you know. But the thing was that wasn't what made her big. What made her big was Cheers, yeah. because she was on there, and uh, she was on. Uh, she wasn't originally on Cheers. She came later on Cheers. But the thing was, she was a replacement for Shilly Long, who played Diane. Uh Eli, I would guess you're not a Cheers fan. No, I
0: remember Cheers.
1: Oh, you remember I, Cheers? Okay, Cheers we, came
0: on in that block of Thursday <laughs> night with Family Ties. Cosby show, Cosby show
1: yeah. <laughs> court
0: or whatever was right. all-,
1: <laughs> all that cheers yeah, but cheers went for so long that you had like wings and all that shit like that but yeah, yeah. so yeah you want to go to a place everybody knows your name that's it but this is one of the rare instances where a main cast member leaves the show and the show ratings get better like that never had like when Shirley Long left everybody thought okay cheers is done you know we're out of here but then you know Kirstie Alley came on came all boss chick stuff like that and she was the one chick that Sam Malone couldn't get with, and she was like, Oh, we like her, and then the ratings just shot up. We we're like, That never happens. Normally, the show show a tank. Let's see what we got here. Big Jake, what we got? Uh hello. Oh, <laughs> he was so you yawning. <laughs> yeah, uh, man.
0: I just woke up, man.
1: <laughs> I woke
0: up just for you, Jake. <laughs>
1: uh he woke up like this. No more Beyonce mm-hmm. was singing on this, but anyway. Uh, yeah, that's what's going on with that one. So, oh, but that's not where it stopped. Like I said, Christy Alley was. She was actually like a big deal back then. Like I said, she started Star Trek, had a hit network show. Now, only that, she also had Look Who's Talking. There was a trilogy of these movies, but people don't know what this is. Now, people don't know what Look Who's Talking because it's like a, a forgotten movie that nobody ever talks about anymore. So apparently, <laughs> it was a franchise. It was a trilogy. They did that back then. It was a movie about a single mother with a kid. That's the movie. That's it. But the kicker is the kid. You could hear his voice, like he you could hear his thoughts, and his thoughts was voiced by Bruce Willis. Yeah. That was the movie. That was that was it. And like uh John Travolta in, was like a sequel.
0: Yeah. I believe Roseanne, uh, like
1: like his sister. Yeah, and then somebody like, played
0: voiced the the girl, maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then somebody voiced the dog in the third one.
0: Oh shit! I forget.
1: I lost it after that. It was like, look who's talking now, some shit like that. But that's the thing. But the first one was super funny because, like I said, it was Bruce. You had Bruce Willis in the 90s. So he was like the tough guy of the tough guys playing a baby, you know. And it was funny. You know, he, you see – and everything the baby is doing, like, he's, he's voicing it. So if, like, a chick with big titties show up, you know, uh, Bruce Willis would go, hey, it's lunchtime, you know, yeah. shit like that, you know. So <laughs> it's kind of funny. So – and people, you know, say that uh, Quentin Tarantino kind of saved John Travolta's career. You can almost say Look Who's Talking saved his career.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, he was kind of like, well, he was mm-hmm. doing these little comedies and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, he was. He, had to he, stretch
1: out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he wasn't Vinnie Barbarino anymore, so he had to like yeah. reinvent himself.
0: Yeah. He was sort of doing these cheesy comedies, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, going out of the movie star. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, They had a him. TV show. They had a TV show of Look Who's Talking. I didn't know that. Yeah. It might not have been called Look Who's Talking, but it was the same premise where, uh but it wasn't anybody in the show but it was like a baby you can hear what the baby was thinking hear what the dog was thinking Hear what the sister was thinking all this shit like that so yeah, yeah. so and that's thing so i was you know i was like saying gonna say rest in peace to kirstie alley until i started seeing news reports of who was saying rest in peace to kirstie alley all of a sudden yeah. fox news trump i'm like wait what's going on here so i did a little digging turns out she was like a huge MAGA trump supporter didn't know that you know, I
0: didn't know that
1: either. I didn't know that either. It was a big thing like that. And people were like, oh, how are you going to celebrate her when she heard political views like that? Like, first off, let's get one thing clear. I don't know this chick. <laughs> I've never met her before. I don't know anything personal about her. Only thing I know from her is her TV shows, movies, her art. She is an artist. I know her from her art. So it's okay to separate art from the artists. That's okay. So, yeah. So she was in Scientology and all the shit like that. That's, that's her business, you know, but as far as the shit she did on screen, that's what I'm celebrating. So that's why I say rest in peace with her. You know. Uh, that being said, I didn't hear R. Kelly's album this week either. <laughs> Spotify snatched this shit down before I can even chance to hear it. So yeah. So, um, Damn, what what's next? Okay, so yeah. Good journey with that. Yeah. What do we journey, got? Kirsten. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know what's next on the list. Let's see what's next on the list. Here's what's next on the list. Okay. I'm gonna just put this down because this seems to be a big deal right now. Finally, The Rock has returned to hbo streaming you know um so yeah black adam for those who don't know black adam is going to come to hbo max very soon i mean very soon i mean before this next podcast will be out it will be on by friday so for those who haven't seen it which is a lot of you there you go you get a chance to see it so uh people are saying whether or not black adam flopped or whether or not it made money rock is saying it made money but it didn't make that much money uh people are saying the fact that it came on hbo is not a good sign but the thing is that's what movies are doing nowadays they don't take six months to be in a theater they drop that shit in 90 days and that's it Black Adam, no it didn't it got killed at the box office <laughs> so that's the thing with that so yeah so next week check it out and that's it So, he's a
0: movie star so it made a whole shit ton of money
1: now it's starting to make <laughs> make me wonder is rock really a movie star <laughs> it, it, it's making me question that because you got to think about this okay uh black adam flopped i don't care what he said it flopped but then you gotta think about what other movie did he star in that was successful and you can't count the fast and the furious movies because technically he wasn't the star it was an Osama oh, so I cast. Can't,
0: part. i can't calvin and hobbes ain't doesn't count or whatever
1: you can count calvin because i think a movie like 800 million so okay 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 yeah we, we can go there we can go there yeah and two oh, was it because of
0: jason statham was it statham
1: I'll, I'll give it to him i'll give it to him because he technically was the co-lead in that you know so i'll give him that you know um what else we got next we just passed all that i just want to make sure we get that rock stuff out there even though he's having friction because like i said since he didn't make the money that they wanted to make there's some rumors coming down that you know the head guy in charge right now james gunn he isn't happy i'll be honest with you eli we are now smacking for people don't know james gunn is now the head of dc universe and i'm not saying in the future he will be no he is now he's making moves shaking up things shaking the tree draining the swamp all those things you want to say right there he's doing it right now all on twitter telling people what he is and is going to do like uh people said uh oh will you bring back uh the director's cut of suicide squad will you bring back linda tomorrow he straight up said no i'm not doing any, <laughs> any of that shit you know uh, we are moving forward so yeah <laughs> don't expect that so and it's some other things, because some crazy stuff, rumors have been popping up left and right. Just give you a picture of James Gunn right there. Crazy rumors popping up. Uh, First off, Wonder Woman 3, Patty Jenkins left. Now, people are saying all kind of rumors about Wonder Woman 3 has been canceled. I don't think it's been canceled. But Patty Jenkins is gone. She's out of there. Basically, the backstory behind that, she produced the script. She brought it in, presented it to James Gunn and his other guy. That's I, I also
0: read it. it wasn't James Gunn. It was like the heads of...
1: Oh, Zaslow and it. all them?
0: I heard it was like the heads of Warner Brothers and they were like they gave her notes and she's like fuck this. I heard <laughs> James Gunn and that other guy that said, they, they Sa- said
1: Saffron whatever yeah
0: yeah they, they uh, had nothing to do with that
1: but okay that they so, did
0: support the decision
1: like <laughs> get the fuck out of here oh well yeah. I heard she was super pissed not only was she super pissed when she left I heard she emailed them the definition of characterization
0: i did hear about that yeah
1: yeah so i like that super petty i love it i like what you did you know so that gave me a point even though you're gone so yeah uh hold on let me see i bet you that's jake again let's see uh no 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 (laughs) first off uh because uh gal Gadot pretty much said no she pretty much said she wasn't going to work with jane uh josh we never again like they said matter of fact when she didn't come out they locked her in the room and filmed the scene with her stunt double. So, yeah, so Josh Whedon isn't coming back. They kind of hate that guy. He burned all his bridges there. Uh, what else did James? What did they say said about James Gunn? Like I said, that's one rumor that's going around. Another rumor is saying that uh Henry Cavill is coming back. We don't know how true that is. Ben Affleck is coming back. Jeff Jason Momoa isn't coming back as Aquaman. That's what i'm saying. So these are all the crazy rumors going on right now. I'm trying to see if there's anything else that said. I think those are the main things that's going on right now. So James Gunn officially made a statement on Twitter. He basically said, Everything you're hearing right now, some of it is true, some of it is not true, and some of it I haven't decided whether it's true or not. That's all he said. People just ran with it. One guy did come out and said some random blog or stuff like that basically said James Gunn hates Henry Cavill. So you know he's going. And James Gunn and James Gunn actually jumped in his thread like. Who told you that? <laughs> no, I don't hate Tim Gal. Well, somebody told me that. Oh, well, somebody told me you're still in your mother's basement. So, you know, so this is a different regime we're in right now where the head of DC isn't afraid to get involved or get in the mud with trolls because <laughs> he well, was He, troll he actually
0: trolls. said, yeah. he said, hey, fans, what would you want to see? You know, he actually did the, before, when they first announced this shit. He said, hey, what, do you, what would you guys want to see? What would you picture some ideas?
1: Right, and, but but the know. stuff he's saying, he's showing like Mr. Terrific and a bunch of gorillas. That's what he's showing. So is that what the fans want, or he's just you know just saying shit just to say shit? Like I don't know. We don't know what James Gunn is going to do. Everybody's out, you know, freaking out stuff like that. Uh, I think everybody at least need to give him the benefit of that first. Stop going on with these, even though I know we're spreading rumors also. But I'm only spreading it because he did address it. So I think we also need to calm down, wait to see what he does. Then throw him under the bus. Stop saying shit like he's replacing Henry Cavill with his brother. You know, and Sean they're, Gunn. They're
0: bringing up his, you know, his pedo jokes from fucking five years ago again. Like it's the Snyderbots.
1: They it's already, Snyder they, Bites, they, Bites. they
0: already squashed this shit. It's like whatever, you know. Right. Me, I'm like, I, I, I think every studio has been trying to mimic what Marvel has done, and they've sucked. And right, tired. I mean, I'm and tell you the truth, I'm getting. I'm getting a little tired of the the Marvelization. Oh my God, uh, that you know. <laughs> I'm you getting coined
1: like, it. You coined it. There you go. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm I'm getting tired of that shit. I'm getting tired of like everything connecting to each other and just every movie is just an advertisement for the next thing. I think DC. I, I was kind of digging DC doing these one one standalone things and not doing a shared universe, but.
1: But but the, but the thing in- is right. But the thing is with DC when they're doing this, these shared say anything connected, it's it's inconsistent, yeah. and I mean inconsistent with the box of like you might get a billion, you might get Black Adam. <laughs> you know, it's no it's no rhyme or reason or no consistent between it. With Marvel, you kind of know what you're gonna get with Marvel. You know, it's gonna hit this much, boom, yeah. and that's it, like that. Well, I DC think
0: Marvel and yeah. even Marvel is sort of. You know, it's reached its peak. Now it's we're we're
1: on the <laughs> right, right. Plateau. It's it's liv it's leveling out. It's living yeah. out. Yeah, like like let's know. talk about let's talk about Wakanda Forever. Like uh, Wakanda Forever this weekend did about for overall it's like at seven hundred seventy million right now. Now next week is Avatar two. So as far as I'm concerned, I mean, it's pretty easy to see that that's it for Wakanda Forever. It's not making any more money. You might get eight hundred million of it. that says. so. If you make that, it's probably going to end up being like the second highest grossing marvel movie this year not even the highest grossing marvel movie so so yeah even marvel is starting to level off now but at least even with marvel you still got to consist it's it's leveling and it's still plateauing where dc is just bam 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 the batman's up here black adam's down here dc super pets way down there you know just just you know whatever joker 2 the musical you don't know you don't know what that's gonna be you know so and, and i agree with you like they that's the thing they had creative freedom and I think that's the thing with uh, with Patty Jenkins. I think that's one reason why she left, because the other two movies, regardless of what you think about them, she had creative freedom. Now, it does very much seem like D.C. is starting to put the clamps down on it. The marvelization of D.C., if you will, you know, because they got to do it. They got to uh, have because, like I said, they're putting out a 10 year plan. They're putting out a treatment and he's gone. I already right, know if that's cool. I'm still talking. They got a treatment. They got a 10 year plan. And they're just going to just keep going and crank these movies out and try to make them more consistent. Is that what fans want? Is fans just want another Marvel trilogy? I guess. Why not? But I think it was, I knew it was gone. Let's get he come back. Uh, but that's the thing. I think DC should try to mix it up. Don't try to copy Marvel. Don't be Marvel. You can be DC. Let DC be DC. It's been 10 years. They still haven't figured out their own uh, identity. So, just being Marvel is not going to be the own identity. Let's see what Jake got. Don't worry, Jake. Be back. Uh, DC needs to good from everything they have. Uh, it'd be good from everything they have lost. Uh, yeah, but I mean, but everything they done hasn't been bad. Like I know people are kind of iffy on what you know. Uh, the Batman is. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Hell, some people didn't. Even, some people didn't even like the, the Suicide Squad, the one James Gunn made. You know, so even. Even DC, the good stuff they made hasn't been really consistent. People are just out there just putting stuff out there. Um, Yeah, so that's the thing. So what is James going to do? Is he going to turn DC into Marvel? Because I think if he just turns DC DC into Marvel, that's not helping. They're going to be right back in the same situation where they were before. Lost Legendary and James the Horror Legend. Lost Legendary and James the Horror Legend. Oh, I mean, he'll probably still put some horror stuff in DC. I mean, like I said, they still got justice league dark and all this stuff like that so they'll probably be back you know so uh, like i said it's my show anyway i eli hopefully he'll be back but if not i'm just gonna keep talking i'm gonna just jump to the next topic all right so what we got here we got jennifer lawrence so we got jennifer lawrence did something stupid i'll tell you what she did in a second i wish i had a clip of it so we're just gonna keep talking um oh let me see if i get me out of here yeah so the thing was this week she did this thing called actors on actors where she talked to viola Davis. And she says something that really pissed a whole bunch of people off for this reason. What she said during talking that she was the first female action hero. That's what she said. Because apparently she did Hunger Games and Hunger Games opened the door for other action heroes like Wonder Woman or the Woman King or, you know, the Dora or whatever like that. And everybody like, wait, what? Like, no, you're not the first act- female action hero. Not by a long shot. Uh, it almost makes me think like, did she ever watch a movie? You know, there's even a clip uh, well, even a Twitter feed of Sigourney Weaver thanking Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> for paving the way for her to be an action hero, even though she made Aliens. So it's just a joke. But you got people out there. But, yeah, as far as her saying that she is the first action hero. No, that's just stupid. That's just dumb. And people out there defending the shit she said. What the hell are you doing? It makes me wonder about you. Let's just run down the list. I mean, like I said, we got Kill Bill. Hold up. What we got? he'll be in a second we got kill bill uh we got uh the chick from resident evil i didn't see those movies alice i think her name was you know hold up there you go let's get you in here hold up i got you like hold on where oh, i think you're in there already there you go okay you dip. you might i don't even know if you're still here or not but if not okay <laughs> we keep going uh we, there you go okay you're there
0: all right
1: okay you're in there because i know you're like dip but now yeah, you're back okay I
0: Fucking yeah, the internet kicked me out. I wonder if it's because I'm in this basement. Uh,
1: that's sh- okay. We move <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Thank you. Oh, we moved on to the next subject. <laughs> Sorry, <Okay. laughs> I see what I had to say. and moved on. <laughs> uh right. Tomb Raider. Yes. Okay. What well, we, we talk- we're, on we're the talking Jennifer Tomb Raider? Lo- no, no, we're not talking Tomb Raider. We're talking <laughs> the Jennifer Lawrence thing.
0: <laughs> okay, I don't know what this is. <laughs> okay, let me
1: let me rewind. Let me just say what happened. Okay, so basically, with Jen- Jennifer Lawrence went on uh this show called Actors on Actors. And she was talking about Ola Davis. Yeah. And she said on there, which pissed a whole lot of people off, saying that she was the first action hero. In the action hero, really? Yeah, she was the first female action hero. Oh, yes. really? That's what she said. Yeah.
0: To to and and okay.
1: Yeah. And so and-
0: well, good thing Pam Greer wasn't in front of her.
1: I was just about to say, like, like Pam Greer's entire, you know, catalog. You know, like okay. that was even
0: before like Ripley and Aliens and shit,
1: right? Or Kill Bill or Tomb Raider, like Jake said, yeah. you know, yeah, um, or or Resident Evil, Alice, whatever they, what they made like yeah, seven of those shit. fuckers, yeah, there's like uh,
0: seven of those movies, yeah, yeah. Underworld,
1: yeah. some shit like that. Like I said, we can just keep going, you know. But that's the thing. Like I said, she said something stupid. And the, and the crazy thing is you have people online defending, oh, that's not what she said. She really meant blah, blah, blah. No, she didn't really mean anything. She said something stupid. Just move on with it. <laughs> she apologized, said she was out of turn. And you know what? I forgive her for that. Like I said, these actors are doing these press junkets and doing these interviews, stuff like that. And sometimes you, flit and you 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 say stupid shit. Eli, I looked at our numbers this this year. We did 4,000 minutes this year alone of the comic book bullies. I guarantee you, we have said some stupid shit on here that we were like, you know what? Maybe I think I that's said
0: all we do say.
1: That's all we do, but we don't apologize for. We just like <laughs> we double down. We like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we like fuck it. So that's the thing. So when, Je- so when Jennifer Lawrence said this, of course, like I said, we named a whole bunch of people and and women that were like way before her. She didn't pave the way for anything like like you know, but I think people are getting a little bit too upset for her because it's been like a thousand youtube videos and facebook comments stuff like that and they just like really 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 going into it i like whoa whoa, whoa, calm down man she just she made a mistake it's it's okay this isn't an attack on anybody i think the internet just needs to calm down sometimes it's just like everything's just ones and zeros so yeah she she fucked up everybody just move on you know uh we need a twitter feed of stupid shit to say it the a couple bullets i mean there you
0: go jake there's something for you could you could do there you Just go you go, go and listen and see all to all studios. our past episodes
1: and right find out all the
0: shitty things we've said and then post it and get us canceled
1: i'll be honest with you last some of the shit we say like i'm so glad nobody's listening to shit right now because <laughs> <laughs> i like it so if this shit get out we, we would be canceled that's all right now so but, yeah, yeah. Too bad uh, no
0: one knows who we are, so
1: no yeah. So just, just cancel both of them. Fuck it, you know. <laughs> oh shit. Uh yeah, but that's all I gotta say. So everybody everybody's calm down about that. So let's move on past it. We're gonna move on to the next thing. We're gonna talk to do the video game section. Okay. Uh we're gonna talk about the video game awards. I gotta say that correctly. Uh uh it was it was weird. It was weird. They did announce a bunch of games that I don't give a shit about, but here's the thing: so The first thing was announced, Best Actor Award went to that guy, you know, the God of War guy, the guy from Seagate. So What was the name of that show?
0: Uh,
1: One of those, Stargate, that's what it was.
0: Milf Milf Hunter?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm going to talk about. Okay, so while he was, because the thing is, during the show, they advertised that every minute the show went on, they were going to give away a free Steam Deck. You know, that little handheld thing, every minute it went on. But the thing is, nobody won one because, of course, bots hacked into it and stole all the shit, you know except for one guy milf hunter so shout out to milf hunter he's the only guy that was get a steam deck so while you know christopher Judd was doing his 30 minute speech that they had like al pacino had was falling asleep on stage to get him out Yeah, al pacino showed up there you know he wouldn't leave and meanwhile the bottom of it was flashed around thanks to milf hunter you know so like okay <laughs> weird shit there uh and then the show even wrapped up even weirder because during the last because uh God award didn't even win game of the year. Elden Ring won, and during the stage, some guy ran on, some kid ran on stage, and just said the weirdest shit. Like, I want to nominate my rabbi, Bill Clinton, or some shit, you know. And while he was saying that, you could see security running on stage to get him, and he, just, and he ran off while they was chasing him. So, and that's how the show <laughs> ended. So, as far as what game they advertised, I have no idea. All I know is that it was a complete shit show. So yeah, so, so I'm pretty sure it
0: sounds like people who don't go outside
1: that's what's happening like. we're
0: on tv saying right. stupid shit right.
1: that's basically what's happening people so. who
0: don't talk to other people <laughs> <laughs> we're given a microphone in front of a bunch of in front of and a what, live audience hey that's good tv
1: <laughs> what do you expect you expect stupid shit to happen so that's what happened but i don't expect al pacino to be back next year after saying this stupid shit so yeah so, yeah, sorry.
0: taco, yeah, another movie star. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> and he's like, is this what
0: my career born down to? My <laughs> listen to this shit. You my know. Frappuccino. What was that fucking? What Was that What Was that fucking commercial he, that he had to do? <laughs> that sad ass commercial he did where he's dancing with the donuts and shit.
1: Oh, like wow! You don't know what I'm talking is, about? I, I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds terrible. Like, why is? Tony yeah. Montana doing this? Wow! Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man, so I got to say about that. Okay, can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Oh, we're we're, we're here now, Eli. We're,
0: we're here, fucking breezy,
1: breezy. Better yeah, do it before bree- I, I get
0: kicked, kicked off the internet again.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. The God of War won it. God of War won everything except Game of the Year. What it's, did win? It's weird.
0: Roblox. Elden Ring. Oh, Elden.
1: Ring. Nah, that that game came out like whatever. <laughs> uh, Elden Ring won. Uh i guess it's like one of those demon soul games you know
0: yeah like one of them multi online or whatever yeah that, kind of what that looks use? boring
1: yeah. as shit and hard as fuck that it would yeah. kill you on the tutorial and apparently that game won i like whatever okay so it's funny that people always say the video games like the story is the most important thing to video games but nobody can explain this the this story to elden ring or any of those demon soul games it's just Go in the room and just kill a giant spider. Everybody the
0: skips the cutscenes anyway. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're not even cutscenes. It's just like like mountains and mountains of text and books that you got to click on, like a side mission to find out what the hell is going on in the game. Nobody's gonna do that shit. Yeah. Like, fuck all that I, I I
0: didn't even do that shit on Resident Evil back in the 90s. Oh, you've just <laughs> you right. got the journal. Like, okay.
1: And you gotta read all this <laughs> shit, and it's important shit right there. You know, it's like, no nah, man, I'm not doing all that fuck that just give me somebody to kill you know so and, and i'm not saying it's a bad thing sometimes like grand theft auto nobody knows the storyline of grand theft auto i just want to just kill people just yeah, run just want to shoot cops and yeah just him. just run over people and that's it <laughs> shit just do that just
0: put in the cheat codes where i'm like the terminator and can't die unlimited
1: and, ammo all this yeah, shit like that and, yeah. and you know I, and i'm getting my money's worth do i know why i'm killing people no i'm making up the reason in my head <laughs> the cop owes me five dollars i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah all right so who's going first you going first i'm going first uh uh
0: i got i got a few
1: copies okay uh,
0: am i going first
1: I, is I'll it, let you is go it first. the comic I, book se- is this
0: the comic book section
1: yeah we're here we're here okay yeah.
0: all right uh <laughs> yeah I, I uh, just I think have- this is
1: the comic book bullies but we talk about comic books and we got blah blah blah, blah. yeah yeah
0: okay oh yeah okay <laughs> so i will do batman i'll do batman which batman the Joker, Batman Joker. Oh, yeah, yeah. duo, number two.
1: Cool. A good uh, setup. A good setup. Cause Yeah. Because uh, if you do that, I'm going to do a Batman book.
0: There we go. It will be the Batman minute.
1: The Batman-it. Batman That's wrong. It. That didn't there sound it. right. We'll, work, we'll workshop it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's
1: um shit for Lawrence. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Where'd it go? Where's my image? Did it go? Uh,
1: give Where's it a second. It'll, it'll load. It'll load. Okay. There you go. Okay. Patience, my young Padawan. All
0: right. There we go. So Batman Joker deadly duo number two. Mark Silvestri, one of my favorite comic artists, who used to do of all
1: time um, X Men,
0: yeah, the Witch, Witchblade, the Dark Cyber Force, Cyber Force. <laughs> yeah, um, he. Yeah, did, did, did my yeah, my favorite version of uh, Wolverine. Um, he's this is his his chance to do Batman, uh, a Batman book. This is on DC Black Label, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just cool it's just a story where there's some weird joker zombies you know going around killing people and they've kidnapped um uh, it's some sort of cult that has kidnapped gordon and batman's looking for gordon and the joker's like yo man this ain't me i'm not doing this shit but they got my dna and you know i want to clear my name so let's team up and let's go find Gordon. So this is, a, this, is the, this is the second issue. The first issue, uh, it left off where they were getting attacked by a big swarm of Joker zombie things. And this one just launches into like 10, 15 pages of Batman and Joker just kicking ass. So this is a cool action scene right off the bat. We get some Batman detecting stuff where he's actually going around trying to find shit. Of course, he brings Joker. He blindfolds Joker, whatever. And, into the bat brings joker into the bat cave he's got him all chained up um
1: wait look before you does joker know he's bruce wayne in this continuity story no i don't believe. No, he okay
0: does. so he's okay. back at, back at the bat cave because there's a scene i should have grabbed the screenshot where joker's got batman or batman's got joker inside the batmobile like basically strapped into the batmobile and they're just kind of like like it's a cell and then nightwing batman and Alfred are like looking at him, but Alfred's wearing a ski mask. (laughs) So, so they they don't know who Alfred is. So yeah. Um, Well, yeah, there's some detecting going on. There's some weird, there's like, there's a bit of a lull where they're talking about DNA and stem cells and all this scientific mumbo jumbo that kind of lost me for a little bit. Um, But it's still just a pretty cool, you know, Joker, Batman, you know, team up. Nightwing's in there now. Um, And you get to see Mark Silvestri draw the Batman. And, and, you know, you can just see he's having fun. And this is just a fun fun book. You know. Um, So, yeah. I'll give it a four out of five. The art's dope because I love Mark Silvestri. Mm -hmm. It's a little long because it's, and a little expensive because it's black label. But um, I'm still digging You know what
1: comes out next week, right? Batman Spawn.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm on the Mm -hmm. fence about that.
1: Is Capullo doing it?
0: it he is. Hmm. And that might be the only reason. I don't know who's writing. Who's writing it? Is it McFarlane? Is McFarlane writing it?
1: I don't know. I hope not. Because <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> right. Read it. I don't feel like reading McFarlane. <laughs> uh, you people just say, "Oh, those Spawn were so awesome." Yeah. yeah. If you look at the pictures, yeah, I'm not reading all that shit. Uh, is, is it, it stand- standalone?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's 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 black label, so it's not in continuity. It's it's it, get, it gets to go a little bit more harder. You know, that's a little bit more violent. Than the regular DC books, but um uh yeah, I mean it's just fun. It's just a fun standalone Batman story, which mm-hmm. I'm all about, you know.
1: And most of these black label books don't take long either, five store five issue, yeah. stuff like that. Self-contained story, get in, get out, you know. They a, lot them, like, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them are like good. Yeah, a lot of can just are uh, good trade collectibles.
0: yeah. And like I said, I, I'm a fan of Mark Silvestri. I got I actually got him, I met him at a con uh a few years back, and he actually signed my Cyber Force number one. And my rip oh, nice. claw number one.
1: Damn, you're gonna make me read Cyberforce again. You keep talking about Cyberforce. <laughs> it's like when you like when somebody keeps talking about food and now you hungry now.
0: <laughs> well, you know, Cyberforce was just X-Men. It was actually an X-Men uh, idea that he pitched to Marvel, and then fucking McFarlane and Liefield and all that. That whole image crew said, No, don't give it to them. We're gonna do our own book. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, because he had this idea. I want a, a mutant. A government mutant hit squad that that you know that, that uh, uh, an X Men spinoff where it's uh, you know government funded mutant hit squad. They say, no nope, nope nope nope, take that idea. We're going to go do it. Take it to image, and that's what Cyberforce was. So
1: that's why yeah, it, every, Rip every Claw time, was every time Wolverine. Say, yeah. yeah, Rip Claw. They had some big dude because every yeah. team got to have a big dude. Yeah, some square yeah. cop looking dude. You know they yeah, always. So the, all
0: those it. characters were based off <clears throat> or. We're supposed to be Wait, wasn't Ripclaw Native American? He was.
1: Uh-huh. Robert
0: Robert Bearclaw.
1: Yep. Bearclaw. Come on now. He was awesome. He was awesome. He,
0: he was. But Bearclaw, <laughs> not to be confused with the donut. But <laughs> Robert Bearclaw, yes. I have his figure. What Cyber in- what? You don't know Cyberforce? I had a I, I had a Ripclaw figure. Um
1: Jake Over there. Cyber- okay. I, I'm I'm jealous of you, Jake, that you don't know Cyberforce because now you get to experience Cyberforce. You gotta go find those old Cyberforce, maybe the best he, X-Men ripoffs you can they find. They
0: just rebooted, like redid, he did a co Kickstarter where he wanted to reprint like a re uh like a remastered yeah. uh Cyberforce release, like a big giant omnibus. You know, he just did a Kickstarter where they just released all those old school uh cyberforce.
1: Eli, every time you say Cyber Force, all I'm hearing is bacon, 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 bacon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're an X-Men fan, it's right up reality. It's right up my alley. In the end, that's what fucking made me stop reading it. Because this is just X-Men shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, it basically was. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It was. It started getting so all you, the same, the same old romance. Yeah, because
1: it was X Men. Yeah,
0: all the soap opera drama shit. I was like, oh man, this is fucking. Like, <laughs> this is just like X Men. Yeah. <laughs> <shit.
1: laughs> oh, yeah. pretty much every image book was X Men. wildcats yeah. was X Men. Yeah. yeah, they had uh, a, so, a yeah. claw dude too. So yeah,
0: yeah. Wildcats and it was like the Wet Works, and, yeah, um, which I did read too. I read Wetworks. but also um, I don't know if it was a it was an extension of Cyber Force. But in the late '90s, Mark Silvestri did a, sh- uh, did a did a show, did a did a comic called uh, Hunter Killer, which was very mm-hmm. in that vein. Where there were like these mutants, only they were hiding from the government, mm-hmm. and the government was after them to to because they wanted their powers. So it was like fugitive mutants. So I thought that was pretty cool, but it was just the same thing: special power, people with powers, mutant powers, you know, more X Men type shit. So,
1: cool, but yeah, anyway, so weird because all that shit was like in the same universe. Yeah. Savage Dragon, all this shit. So yeah.
0: Oh yes, yeah, I read a lot of Savage Dragon too. Savage because they were mutants. Because he was like a, he was a like a, a cop, uh, like a mutant cop. Force.
1: I, I think he. I think. I think he eventually was revealed as an alien. I think
0: something yeah he was an alien, he had an amnesia
1: like, and yeah
0: yeah and then but but he went after like he hunted like mutant criminals
1: <laughs> it's right because the they <laughs> <laughs> it is so crazy yeah Uh yeah. um,
0: his figure too had his, yeah
1: savage dragon's is cool i, I don't really like savage and, and the thing about savage dragon like all his stories took place in real time Yeah. so at the end of the book if he get fucked up and the book was 30 days later it'd be like hey savage dragon you was unconscious 30 days here's you know and just go with it i'm like okay that's pretty cool
0: (laughs) yeah and they rebooted because there was like two number ones he he did a number one and it said not fuck i'm gonna do it over again and then he did another number one so he rebooted (laughs) his own comic
1: yeah but eric larson art is nowhere near like it used to be if you look at it now it's like what what the hell is this you know so it ain't like the old school savage drag savage drag was awesome yeah yeah. uh but jake that is our recommendation get your hands on Cyber Force if you can find it it shouldn't be too hard to find no, no.
0: especially if he rebooted it he just really they just released like a new uh version or not, not 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 they didn't redo it but like reprinted the old stuff so it should be easy yeah. to find
1: and it's really like four issues they like four issues introduce it and then just read that you're good so yeah
0: and it's the 90s it was the image so it's just action it's just big tits and blood and big guns and
1: what else you want you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody smoke cigars <laughs> yeah. yeah they say cool shit like this you know smoking will kill you if yeah. it is it's the only thing that can i like yeah. okay. that's some cool shit chicks right
0: jump. yeah the, the the chicks who are kicking ass are like bent over and their legs spread while all all, all the <laughs>
1: superheroes all the female superheroes were strippers in the part-time you know yeah yeah superheroes yeah. slash strippers you know with a heart yeah. of gold you
0: know yeah kicking all this ass in sex positions basically right in high
1: heels yeah. and thongs yeah. and shit you know and yeah. they're all ninja assassins yeah <laughs> they're
0: like their nipples only their nipples are covered and they're like you know in a gunfight and shit
1: <laughs>
0: awesome those are, the, those are the days
1: those were the days the mission always starts they're always in the shower you know yeah <laughs> do you want to put clothes on no i have no time the mission <laughs> where am i gonna destroy it <laughs> why do we read oh, i'll just explain why we read this shit that's why we read this shit so okay. that's why we read
0: it
1: <laughs> oh shit oh yeah all right so book i'm going to do next uh eli please tell me you read this batman book
0: uh no i didn't read that batman
1: book. oh god okay okay you didn't read the baby book that is cool that is cool okay <laughs> this bet ba- this book i'm going to review is batman 130 this is the finale of the failsafe saga or whatever you want to call it okay you know. So well, let me put that in there to get back in there. Okay, yeah. So I want to say this, before I start this book, I, I'm and gonna say in that
0: space wasn't it Oh, you posted was, some shit. I saw your I, post, yeah.
1: and that shit went. Yeah, that shit went everywhere. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say this: the shit that happens in this book is some of the top ten craziest shit Batman has ever done, and this is Batman we're talking about. Batman has done all kind of crazy shit: fought Justice League, Fault Dark Side, fought Superman, went through time. This is on that level in this book so we're gonna get to it and matter of fact i'm gonna go into painstaking detail about the shit he does i'm not gonna tell you what it does i'm just just gonna get to it let's just go i, 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 I want to do this show just to talk about this book and it was it <laughs> all right so here we go all right so like i said me we left off with the book batman spawn yeah so spawn. this is where we left off in the last book he was on the watchtower, which is in the moon and then he got blown off the watchtower, so he got blown off the moon, and now he's just floating in space. And since the watchtower is destroyed, it's just surrounded by debris, you know, and he wakes up and finds out what's going on. Meanwhile, he only has 14 minutes of oxygen left before he dies. <laughs> so, so Batman, being Batman, he sees one of the Quinjets or whatever DC calls that shit, you know, he pulls out his grappling gun, and he shoots his grappling gun in the opposite direction. Because oh, he uses out. the momentum of the yeah, yeah to shoot himself to the plane, gets to the plane. The plane is trash, so he can't fly it to to Earth. So he's just out in space. So what does he do? He looks for the oxygen tank that's in there. So he finds the oxygen tank and looks he says to him. Nick. And just, because he's batman like a baseball bat hits it to the back and the pees in the quinjet's gas tank and starts up the engine no. <laughs> uh, this is the so, back
0: pee ready the back pee alfred <laughs> i
1: prepared for this i'm immune <laughs> to gasoline so all right so he strapped the oxygen tank to his leg so now he went from 14 minutes to 12 hours now he has 12 hours of oxygen before he dies you Wait, know
0: how did he do this Oh, oh. He, he got oxygen from got the, the
1: oxygen chain was on the plane, so he's just salvaging the plane of what's on it that does work. There's oxygen chain, he got that 12 hours boom, got that. And even though the plane is trash, the jet booster still works, so he but rips how, that out. How,
0: how is he not freezing? Is it does he have a heated bat suit?
1: Okay, yeah, yeah the suit can survive space, yeah.
0: Okay, what about his, yeah, so- the, what about the cowl because his face is. No, no, he's got he's
1: got a mask on under oh, the mask.
0: Okay, okay. That's how he would survive well, then, in then let's the Let's go it, you know. they thought about everything. They thought about everything.
1: Yeah. All right. Okay. So this is the weirdest shit. So he gets the jet booster that he stole from the plane and just activated it and just shoots himself to Earth, which is supposed to go like forty thousand miles an hour, but he can only do it at like three or four seconds at a time. Otherwise, it pass out. So he like, does it stop? Does it stop? Does it stop? And he also uses his grappling gun to aim towards Earth, so does it overshoot Earth. He's also sort to of steer himself. So, and he's doing all these calculations in his head. So, like I said, it took him 11 hours to do that. He's doing it, stop. Doing it, stop. It took him about nine hours from the moon to Earth to get taken. He's been going about 40,000 miles an hour, nonstop, you know, was stopping and going. Uh When he gets to Earth orbit, he realized, okay, I'm going too fast. I need to decelerate. So he spins the jet boost around and shoots in the opposite direction to kind of slow his descent. But the thing is doing it is like hitting gravity. So it hits him so hard, he passes out. He wakes up an hour later and he's in orbit. He's, <laughs> yeah, he,
0: he's got to re, re, survive re-entry now.
1: Right. He's got to survive re-entry. So he is going into orbit in re-entry and his oxygen tank blows up. Because oxygen tank can't survive entry. Oh well, yeah,
0: because uh, uh, it's fucking flaming. It's like yeah. right, so
1: it blows up inside of this, So the oxygen tank is gone. So boom, he blows up. So his suit can survive reentry, but his oxygen mask can't. So what does Batman does? He lasers off his trunks and wraps it around his face and holds his breath while he he's scores? doing re-entry. So he's holding his breath the entire time. So. Okay. So his suit is able to survive re just as mask couldn't. So he's using his bat wings, you know, the cape of the spine, because it's, it's still intact. He's using that to slow down, but he's doing it just so often, because if you slow down too much, you know, he'll kill himself. He'll break every bone in his body. He goes too fast, break every bone in his body. So he's doing it just enough, and he does it just enough, and boom, he lands. And survived. Right by the Fortress of Solitude? <laughs> right by the Fortress of Solitude. He's calculated so perfect, he laid it right outside Superman's house. Because <laughs> he'd have to walk there. So he got up, his and, and he dusted off, and he was like, I told uh Clark he needed to wear trunks, in just in case situations like that. And all he says is that, well, no time to rest. That, so
0: that's why they wear their drawers on the outside of their pants.
1: Exactly. Now, you we, never know. Know. now, now we know. Now we know. Batman just told you. That. It saved his life. Without that, he couldn't survive falling from the moon to the earth without his trunks. Chip, Siddarsky, Chip Siddarsky really wrote this shit.
0: You're a fucking genius. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like it's, it's genius, but it really is genius. So, so, so Superman wakes up because he hears Batman heartbeat. So Superman is is been in the comics. His his ears are hardwired to know Lois's, Mon Kent, and Batman's heart if they ever get you know too out of control. Just in case so if they're in trouble. So he's like, Batman's in trouble. I got to save him. And he's like, uh, Batman's already here. Like, you're late. <laughs> you know? So Batman walks in. He's just like, uh, Clark, I need you to use your uh, computer. I got to fix some shit. And he was like, "What the hell you been? I fell from the moon. They're like, are you serious? Like, yeah, I'm serious. Clark, how you feeling? He's like, I'm not 100%. Hey, I don't care about all this shit. Get your shirt on. says coming. I need you to distract him while I go do some shit. He's like, OK. So fa- he so say has been de- coming for him the whole time. He knew he was here. So why he's going, and then all you hear, I was prepared for you last time, but now I am. So Superman has his kryptonite-proof suit on, which is a thing. That's a thing he puts on, and he goes there, and bam! So kryptonite doesn't work on him now, and smacks the shit out of failsafe and knocks him through the mountains. So you're like, oh yeah, I'm ready for you now, failsafe. You know, and failsafe's like, oh I know, I know you better than you. You know yourself, Superman. So what he does, smacks Superman in the face. It doesn't hurt him, but it cracks his uh, faceplate. And it's just enough that Failsafe can get some tentacles in there and it hits Superman's pressure points because he got the same pressure points as human does. And what those pressure points do, activate his heat vision. So it blasts his heat vision in the face back in his face. (laughs) Superman's out. He's done. So, yeah. So, but Batman knew that was going to happen. He knew that was going to take long. So now Failsafe is coming towards Batman and Batman's coming up with a plan. He realized that I can't do anything to stop Failsafe. But all I can do is maybe plant a virus in his back because he was able to blast a hole in the back on the moon. But he can put a virus in the back of him that, if it's just enough, his system won't catch it, and it make an alter personality, make him stop trying to come after to kill me, you know. And plus, there's another thing that failsafe is trained to learn how to stop Batman, but he doesn't know how to stop Batman and Robin. And that's me, like hell yeah, let's do this. (laughs) Yep, so. Fail safe is dragging Superman's unconscious body to back to the force of Solitude. He's like, "Come out, Batman! Quit hiding." He's like, "Who's hiding?" And that's when you got this awesome shot. Yeah, I like this. So you got, and he's actually giving Tim props right here. I like this thing right here. He was like, and Batman's like, "See, this is why I like running with Tim, because whenever we do like the Batman and Robin thing, Dick Grayson always like do his own thing. He like the Showboat. Jason always like to go out script and like to do his own things. He don't like follow rules. But Tim, on the other hand," He loves, you know, being partners. He loves doing one-on-one. So they haven't fought together in a while, but they just, boom, it just clicks with both of them. So now they're fighting fail-safe. Fail-safe is going at both of them. Smacks out of Tim, knocks him out. Smacks out of Bruce, knocks him out, and tries to get him. And that's when he gets close enough that Bruce is able to uh, put that virus into him. So now they activated. What the virus did is just give uh, him emotions. It gave him compassion because at first he was just some killing machine with no emotion but now he put a capacity and he like, maybe that's hopefully that would stop him but instead he's going to the forces of solitude and he comes out with a gun <laughs> he was like I gotta kill Batman so whatever he did didn't work so Robin is trying to talk him down like don't do that this isn't worth it and Batman's just like uh, Tim it's okay I'll be alright and then bam kills Batman the end damn <laughs> <laughs>
0: so batman then, survives space
1: right he survives <laughs> space he's killed by a killer robot it's his like you kill you kill batman he's like yeah i kill batman and he's like once you he once he right you bastard so he's like well once i kill batman i'm i'm done i'm good so his eyes go from red to blue He like batman's eliminated program's over he flies off that's it so superman's knocked the fuck out tim's crying and batman is dead or is he? Because the next panel we see him laid up in an alley. The end. So yeah. Dead, alive, and some joker story I don't care about. So and yeah. Some joker story. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, that is some of the wireless shit that Batman never did. Surviving space. And people saying, did he survive pre- prep time? Technically, I did think he did prep time, but how what but he didn't prep for it ahead of time. He like did it on the fly. Did calculations, all the shit like that, you know.
0: Well, he just has shit. So he ha- he's the 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 utility belt is full of just in case shit.
1: Right. Just in case you're falling from the moon in space yeah. and entering reorbit. Yeah. yeah. Cause you never know. Uh who's failsafe? Okay, I'm gonna give you a quick and yeah, Jake. We've been doing failsafe for this podcast like last two months. But I will give you a quick run out of failsafe. Uh Batman has remember he's got uh plans to take out everybody in the Justice League just in case something goes wrong. But what happens if Batman goes rogue? Who can take him out? So what he did, he made a robot, a killer robot that could take him out in case he goes rogue. And that's what happened in Felsafe when it activated because it, he thought he killed a penguin and he'd been chasing him for like the last two months. So that's Felsafe. Basically, robot Batman with his superpowers prep time. That's him. So pretty cool villain. So I actually like Felsafe as a villain. I think he needs to be added to the Rose Gallery. Pretty cool. This is a crazy ending to a story, Ship You are a genius, or this is <laughs> the stupidest shit ever. I don't know which one. It may be both. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to him. So, yeah, it's this book is both a five out of five and a one out of five, both together. So yeah. <laughs> so, oh, uh, let me before I get let's see what Jake got here. Let's see. Uh,
0: basically, oh,
1: yes, we we said that we said that. Yes, he's Ultron. (laughs) That's basically what he is. He even had like other drones of him, like such hunting down Batman. So yeah. So all right,
0: all right. Um, my next, I guess I'll do Ghost Rider number nine. Cool, cool, cool. Boom. So this is Benjamin Percy, the Benjamin Percy Ghost Rider run, which I'm digging. So this book um this this issue so what's been going on Ghost Rider has been possessed by this demon called Exhaust. He was finally exorcised of that demon and now the demon's going around fucking shit up. Um Blackheart, it works for Blackheart. Blackheart is uh, you know Son trying to take Lucas over yeah, yeah, trying to take over the world basically um there's also
1: hail still in Las vegas uh
0: yeah there's uh there's also a bunch of magicians trying to do some shit but that, that they don't show up in this book but basically all over the country there's five points of evil and they all mark on the map they all look like a pentagram and every city is one point um it says savannah georgia is like the most haunted city that's one point i believe And then other uh, places. But they're in Chicago, which is another point. Um, And Johnny Blaze has teamed up with this FBI agent, this psychic FBI agent named Talia Warroad, I believe her name is. she's psychic. She's got all these psychic abilities. She's like part of this, like kind of like an X-Files division, this division of the FBI that investigates paranormal activity. Um, So she's teamed up with Johnny Blaze, and they're in Chicago, um, basically trying to find the source of this evil. It leads them to a church, because she's psychic. She can sense where evil is, so she goes to a church. Underneath the church is some weird underground subway system where human souls, first of all, they go into the church, and it's just littered with bodies and satanic ritual sacrifice things and then they go underneath the, the church and there's a subway system full of dead souls and ghost rider johnny blaze jumps on the subway train and turns it into rides he, it. he,
1: he haunts he, it yeah
0: <laughs> yeah he turn it flames it up and he rides the rides the train down to this like secret lair where humans are being sacrificed like a of hell
1: train going down yeah. the whole
0: time, a ghost train basically, <laughs> the yeah. ghost train,
1: um,
0: and he shows up, uh, at the at yeah this underground demon lair. All the train is all on fire. He's got like a flaming chainsaw, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, basically starts killing all these demons. Meanwhile, and then uh, uh but he also left Talia behind and she gets attacked by exhaust this, that exhaust demon. And then it sort of ends there. So, um, this is all just a buildup to that ending. So not a lot happens until the end. Um, uh, and you still don't really know what's going on yet. Like why, why this is happening. What, what's, what's the end game. And, and this is like, the, the, la- the second and last issue so the next issue is supposed to conclude this story arc and we're still not still not clear of what's exactly why demons are doing things or who's doing what and why but i don't give a shit because this is just so much fun <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you know it's 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 full of all it's it's a total horror uh you know uh full of all this horror imagery you know the church full of dead bodies and all these demons and uh, and the pulpy writing, there's like this one sequence where Ghost Rider or Johnny Blaze is narrating and he's talking about how the roads of America are haunted and, you know, this place is just, you know, it, it, it feeds the, the, these paths of this haunted country. And it's just like really cheesy, pulpy writing that is just fun to read. I like, Can you just tell that Benjamin Percy's having a blast writing this shit? Um, and he's into horror. <laughs> there's one scene where they, when they get down to the underground subway system, there's a bum or like a homeless guy who's um, uh, starts, you know, you know, I need money. You, you, if you want passage, you must pay. And then he turns into a demon and starts coughing up blood and and like starts attacking him. And then he gets hit by that train. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> And you just see blood splatter all over the place. It's just crazy horror shit that I'm just loving. Um, this might, this is probably gonna, this book is probably gonna go on my best of the year list if we do that.
1: Oh, I gotta, yeah, I gotta start. Uh, I gotta um, start thinking about that. Yeah.
0: yeah. So not, not much is, not much really happens. It's just all, it's just, it's just them walking through the city, talking about how evil it is. Is basically <laughs> what this book was, but it was just still a lot of fun. You know, especially when Ghost Rider with you know rides the flaming train with the flaming chainsaw. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> it starts cutting down demons. I'm like, holy shit, this is great. So yeah, this is a four out of five for me. I I've been digging on this book, and even though there's not a lot happened in this issue, it was still a fun to read. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Instead of other things, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Um yeah. So next book we're going to do. Well, next book I'm going to do is Avengers. What are we on? Avengers. 63 like i said it's still part of that whatever thing avengers assemble thing that's going on right now this part two of that so that actually is a direct continuation of that story uh back at the end where dr doom shows up and tries to kill everybody and yeah that's what's going on with that so let's go into it yeah all right so and the book starts off with what we got yeah so the masters of evil legion of doom whatever you want to call them star brands a little basketball on the other side fucked up just mush and the avengers like oh yeah we're screwed let's oh uh, everybody fight everybody get ready avengers assemble everybody goes down before they do anything dark phoenix shows up who looks awful a lot like raven teen Titans but we're not gonna go there you know and she just does her thing wipes everybody out they're gone that's it and the other massive people like damn we hate when you do that raven why oh we're not raven phoenix uh why you always do that why don't you save something for us sometime you know and she just tells, like, the evil Wolverine, dog, go in there and finish off anybody who's left. You know, he goes in there, jumps in, chops away at one of them. But While he's chopping away at them, he gets uh, covered by chains. And while he's getting covered by chains, he tries to chop them off, but nope, they get him again. And they start burning. The chains are on fire now. And the chains burn so hard, it melts the adamantium out of his body. You know? And then, while he's doing that, he gets completely wrapped in these chains, and then all of a sudden he gets stomped on by Woolly Mammoth. So apparently the first person to survive was Ghost Rider. He just like, that was for Starbrand, who's next? And that's when Thor and Odin like, oh, they all next. So apparently Phoenix, well, Echo, hid them, made them seem like they were dead, but they weren't dead. So all the Avengers still alive. And that's when you get the whole big panel uh Avengers and Odin jump uh, oh, drain every liquid out of their blood until it fills mo- uh, Midgard's uh, ground with it he was like, send him to hell. That's what Odin's like. And then you get this big panel with all the Avengers uh, fighting the Master of Evil. And you got this big splash page because you got to have it. That's your money shot right there, you know. And we just got fighting, 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 more fighting. Yeah. Jane and o- Odin are teaming up. I'm going to skip. Some other shit happens, but where this shit happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it's just fighting. That's all it is. So, yeah. Uh, the scene with Norman Osborn was pretty cool. So you got Ghost Goblin, whatever, like that. And he fights Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider. And, and Ghost Ghost Goblin just like, yeah, I sold my soul to the devil. Just like you did, Ghost Rider. He's like, no, you're not like me. I didn't sold my soul to the devil. I am the devil. I am the first Ghost Rider. So they do their Dragon Ball Z, Kamehameha, Power Beam struggle and shit. I am vengeance, you know. And he gets bigger. And they get this big blast. And it's so bad both of them turn human. So Norman Osborn, is like, what? And then he gets stabbed by Ghost Rider. <laughs> and he and that's when Nighthawk's just like, uh, in order for us to beat you know, these guys, we got to be better. And Ghost Rider's like, no, we need to be worse. you know. So that's when everybody fighting. Oh, yeah. And, um, Raven, I'm sorry, Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix is like Dark Phoenix. He's just like, Dr. Doom, why are we struggling so hard with these guys? should we have killed them by now? He's like, yeah, Mephisto was supposed to kill these guys, but Mephisto does whatever he wants to do. So I'm going to take care of right now because we don't actually have to fight the Avengers. Their ancestors are here on this planet right now. All we got to do is kill these guys and the Avengers would just cease to exist. So he does some kind of magic mystical shit and he sprays like this red poison mist all over the planet and it just starts killing cavemen and start killing people all over the planet, you know, and that's when Ghost Rider and Valkyrie are just like, you know, Jane Foster is like, oh, we got to move fast up to stop it so they go there stop it and ghost rider actually can burn the uh the poison with his woolly mammoth and that's when he talks to uh jane foster and he just like oh you can save this world but is it worth saving and she's just like what are you talking about like you've seen the future is the future worth saving right now she's like yes i know everything's screwed up but this planet is worth saving and more he's like that's all i need to know so he's like come on girl one last ride. So though he rides the woolly mammoth one last time, uh, does this big blast, and kills himself. But even though he kills himself, he wipes out the red poison all over the planet, stopping it from killing all the cavemen, you know. Uh, meanwhile, all that is going, the Avengers still fighting. Avengers are still getting their ass whooped right now, but they keep fighting. And that's when, way off in space, you see somebody else coming, and all you see is she says Phoenix, she's like Thor, my son. Your mother is coming, you know, to be continue. So yeah, that's going on. So just big Jason Aaron, big bully shit going on right now. So oh, too big. Yeah. So Ooh. that's going on. I don't I think the next book's gonna be Mephisto doing assault on something. So yeah, just more Mephisto shit. So easy breeze book. All right.
0: Cool. I right, uh, I will do. Do a power bomb number seven.
1: I uh, guess she is Yep, this, I think that's right um, oh, it, it right there. even
0: though this is the cover for number five. Sorry about that, but whatever. <laughs> you get the gist. Um, this <laughs> is the last issue. This is the final issue in this book. Um, this is Daniel Warren Johnson, um, his ode to professional wrestling. Um, this is about a a, a girl. Who's a pro wrestler? Her mom was a superstar wrestler who was <laughs> killed in the ring, accidentally killed in the ring by this masked wrestler named Cobra Son. Um, she ends up going to space and in, in, uh, wrestling in this space tournament. And if she wins, she gets to uh, she gets one wish granted, and she's like, "Well, I want my mom back." So she has to choose a tag team partner. She ends up choosing Cobra Son, who was the the guy who actually killed her mom in the ring. Well, it turns out her mom that Cobra Son is her dad. That she's never he never told her he never took off his mask in public because that's considered right. The just don't do that. Luchy, yeah, so, yeah, you don't do that in the luchadors. Um, so she never knew the identity. No one ever knew the identity of Cobra Son. It turns out it was her dad the whole time. So and he never told her that, you know, he's never killed that he was the one who actually killed her mom. So that was a big, a lot of family drama going on in this book. And that's that's the thing about um, Daniel Warren Johnson. He has these really wacky, crazy comic book ideas um, full of really brutal action and violence and gore. But they got a lot of heart, a lot of emotional depth. And that was like the, the main thread through this book is their relationship with this girl and her grieving of her m- mom, her relationship with her dad, how they grew apart, and how he never told her that uh, I'm the one who's responsible for your mom's death. And I've been holding it from you for the past 10 years or whatever it was. Um, so, but they, now here they are as tag team partners in this wrestling tournament in space. And these aliens don't know that wrestling is staged. It's that it's, that, that it's fake that it's performance. It's real to me. It, no, they're really fucking each other up. Anyways, that's been the story for, um, through this whole book. This is the last issue where they're finally in the last match. They made it to the final round of this tournament and they have to wrestle God. Turns, okay. out, turns out God is a huge wrestling fan.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so they have to wrestle God. and This is like the match where they wrestle God And he's, God is whooping their ass. (laughs) They even do their final move. What's it called? The sword. Their team is called the sun and steel or something. And they do the sword, the sun sword. It's like a, it's like a, you know, was it like the, what's the Dudley boys move? The 3d and they, they grab the guy and they drop. And they all do
1: it at (laughs) the same time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They did that thing where they do that to God. They do their finishing move on God and it's just this big old boom and shit and it does have no effect god is unfazed by their finishing (laughs) move and then god ends up doing their move his move the heavens gain or whatever on them (laughs) (laughs) totally fucks them up and pins both of them so they lose they lose the match but their finishing move gave god a bloody nose
1: it made God and, bleed. Okay. Yeah,
0: they—they're like, "Oh my God, this is never." And the wrestling announcer, you know, because there's the commentator, the alien commentator, <laughs> has been like, you know, talking shit about the match the whole time. He's like, "Oh my God, this never happened. God is bleeding. <laughs> they made God bleed. This is the first time this <laughs> ever happened." So they end up getting beat by God. But God goes, you know, that you know, you got that was like, you guys were the like the best opponents I ever faced, and you made me bleed. Just for that, I'm gonna give you a wish. And she goes, well I want to, I want my mom back. It's like, you know what that's something I can't do. but okay, okay. I, I will give you a memory. I will this is giving me shivers. I mean I I, this is, <laughs> like I said, I'm gonna give you a memory. So she goes back and gives her a memory of when she was a little girl talking to her mom about what happens when we die. And her mom explains, I don't know. I don't know what happens when we die. I don't know where we go. I don't know if there's a heaven. I don't know. But you know what? I I bet you it's a lot like wrestling. People talk about, people don't care about the end, who wins or who loses the match. It's all about the story. It's all about what happens during the match. That's what life is. It's all about what we do while we're here because we all know the ending. We all know where we're going to end that life. ends. we all know that death is coming with what matters now, what's going on. But while you're alive is what matters. And that's the, the journey memory.
1: matters more than just, that. yes.
0: That's yeah. the memory God gives to this girl. And she comes out of it and they're back in space. Okay. You guys can go home now. And then it ends with them being, their hands are being raised and in the audience because they're in a huge crowd of aliens watching this wrestling match in the audience the last panel is the mother in the audience cheering saying that's my girl
1: that's probably why God couldn't bring her back
0: and she I was just, already yeah. and I was like fucking hey Daniel Warren Johnson did it again
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know he, he every book that he does he just knocks it out of the park I think he I love his art I love his storytelling. Um, and this again, we're talking about the best of lists. This is definitely on it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this. So, book. so
1: two it, yeah. uh, issues on this fact. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love this series. It's like you, you can tell he he that Daniel Warren Johnson's a, a wrestling fan. The action, the poses, the panels is just the way Daniel Warren Johnson draws action is great. Um, and um, yeah, his art is very gritty and visceral and raw. But like I said, all his stories are layered with this emotional depth. And I just I just love this book. So yeah, this is a fuck it, this is a five out of five. I I I'd really dug this is a fit this is a great ending to the uh to this to this book to this uh series. So yeah, what did right. he say? Is God uh mom,
1: is God mom named Maria?
0: I forget her name. I forget what her name See she is. Uh, I forget her. She had a wrestling name. I can't remember the wrestling name either, but
1: <laughs> okay. but it was
0: a great, great series. I loved it. So. Okay.
1: All right. So last book I'm going to do is a uh, Spider-Man number one, but Miles Morales. Oh, so yeah. So for some reason they relaunched this book and made another one. So like, okay, cool. I know we have a rule on this podcast. Anytime it's a black superhero and it has a black writer <laughs> I got to at least read the first book, you know, because I gotta be I gotta be the change. So I'm like, okay, I'll just give it a chance, see what it's like, see we go from there. Even though I've been up to my ears in Spider Man on this podcast for a while, but I like I'll just see what my, what Miles been up to. So, like I said, it's a launching point. So we'll go from there, see what they have. So, uh yeah, pretty much starts off the same thing. We're in Brooklyn. It starts off with this girl. Her name is Rani. You know, she's getting some some donuts or. Burgers. I don't know what the hell's going on. Anyway, uh, she's walking the street. And of course, what happens because you're in Marvel, New York, uh, she they get attacked by a scorpion. He's robbing a bank in the middle of nowhere. Uh, crash a cop car. The cop car, because it's got shitty rocks on AI, starts driving itself. The car a cop jumps out of the car and it's about to run into Ranine, If I said her name right, I think I said her name right. And that's when Miles comes out. Well, he kicks the shit out of Scorpion first. And then rescues the girl, you know, so Miles jumps in and he's back to his regular original costume, not that piece of shit costume he had on in Devil's Reign or whatever that shit was he had. So yeah, the classic black and red. So yeah, uh, tells him he's okay, I gotta go fight Scorpion, he goes fight Scorpion and it's the same banter that you always get with a Miles Morales comic book. Basically he fights an old school Spider-Man, a villain, they don't know him, they throw the banter, where's the real Spider-Man, he gets pissy, he throws an insult back at them, He're like, well, if I'll kill you, it'll make me feel good, and it'll piss off the other Spider-Man. And that's when Miles shows a whole new power that Peter didn't have, and the other guy's like, wait, what? You can't do that. You're supposed to be Spider-Man. And it beats him. Same old shit. We've seen this a million times before at this point. How Scorpions never fought Miles around before, I don't know. I just assume he did, you know. But whatever. Beats him, uh, and that's it. And I don't even know what happens yeah, he here. He smashed a car or a car smashed to him. I don't know. Anyway so he saves them for the police but the police come and they're coming to arrest both of them because that whole devil's reign thing where they ban superheroes apparently that's still a thing but it's like it only goes on when they want it to be because superheroes run around new york all the time but it's only a plot point when they feel like it is so now they're trying to like you can't do that because you're uh outlawed by the the new york act of superheroes and shit you know but he like, but I let you go this one time because you rescued that girl, you know. So they get Scorpion out of here. He like, why are you mad at me? I saved the city. He like, what well, at what cost? Because where I look at it, you caused private damage, public damage, municipal damage. You damaged public transportation. You violated vigilantism. All because Scorpion wanted to uh, rob a bank, and you caused more damage than the money he was gonna rob, which was insured, by the way. And so, but I'm gonna let you off with a warning because you saved that girl. But consider this your first and last warning, if I see you again, Spider-Man. And, you know, he drives off. So he goes to his school, Brooklyn Beach Academy. He is late. And Ganky, not Ned, Ganky, the OG, the original. Is that one, how you
0: say it? I always wonder how you say
1: it. I'm, I'm going to say it that way. I, it may be wrong, but I'm going <laughs> to say Ganky,
0: Genki, gonky, I never.
1: don't <laughs> call. But I'm going to just say Ganky. That's what I'm going to call him. So basically he's telling them, Miles, you're late uh you go late to uh professor class one more time he's gonna bury you under the school he was like look don't worry about it just give me some clothes so i can change and i'm gonna just say i was in the bathroom they won't even know i was gone and this one gang's like uh they gonna know he's like what do you mean and he's got a big black eye on his face she's so like oh shit so you gotta go to school like that so they gonna know you was in some kind of fight club or some shit like that you go there so they're in school and not only is miles in trouble ganky's in trouble too because he showed up late with miles so he just got in trouble by association you know and that's a professor who looks an awful lot like Lawrence Fishburne in higher learning. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so he's talking shit. He just like, well, I'm not going to ask you why you were late. I'm going to just ask you this one question. Uh, what makes you think you're better than your classmates, Miles? He's like, I don't think I'm better than my classmates. Uh, so why don't you show up the same time everybody else show up? What, did you win the lottery or something? Or, or do you have special privileges that give you, you know, an advantage over everybody in the class? And Miles want to answer, but he like if he answers, he knows he's gonna out himself as Spider Man, you know. And he's just like, "Uh, and because you you're showing up late, but people would love to be you in your position right now. There are kids all over New York that would kill to be in your position right now. Walk the halls you walk, sit in the classroom you walk, and that's when Miles snap back and be condescended kind of by you, and as a rather class go ooh, and Gage is like, oh damn, why you say that, you know? And he throws my class. He like you're gone, and you spend it for a few days. Go tell the principal, but don't worry about telling your parents. I'll tell them myself, you know, and he leaves out. So he's been suspended. You know, gets a phone call from Tania, Tiana, which I think is a girlfriend. I don't know. I haven't read miles like that, but he just like, I'm going through it. I'm busy, which you do not do. I learned it the hard way. Don't do that. (laughs) What he just did. So, yeah. So he's going to Spider-Man because he realized he's in trouble. Apparently his parents are going to call him. So he's like, if I just go slow before they get there, but That's when they get the phone call. And he's like, oh, shit, let me talk to my parents. And he's like, Miles, what did you do? He was like, I'm stressed out. Uh, Spider-Man's getting too much for me. Miles Rouse getting too much for me. My relationship's getting too much for me. I'm cracking the pressure. He starts crying, you know, to his parents. I want to feel bad for him, but I almost feel like he's doing this shit for sympathy because he knows he's going to get in trouble. So maybe. Maybe I'm heartless. I don't know. Uh, And his parents just like, look, if you get in trouble, Miles, I get too much for you, just let us know. Matter of fact, tell us first, you know, but don't get it twisted. You're grounded when you get home, you know, He are like, yeah, I know. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to just go slow. I'm going to take a long way home (laughs) while swinging. And that's when the spider sense goes He He's like, oh, thank God. You know, so he realized some bad shit's going on. He was like, you'll hopefully take my mind off the stuff that's going on right now. So he goes down there, see somebody that's robbing a bank and it's the bumbler. Now I want to say this is probably a Miles villain because I never heard this guy before, you know, but he knows him. So he's just like. What are you doing here? And we got to upgrade his suit when he did before. So he shoots at Miles. He dies him because, you know, he's Spider-Man. Shit like that. Knocks the shadow. I don't like the speed lines going on this book. I think I got like, I don't know who the artist is, but I'm like, OK, this is better than what we normally get in Miles books, you know. Uh, And then he hits him with his super punch. The honey punch knocks him out. And <laughs> okay, Yeah, it's, it's, it's a goofy villain. And but when he does that, it kind of pisses Miles off. He's like, yeah, OK, I'm tired of this shit. I've had a rough day. You a joke villain beating the shit out of me? That ain't going to happen. So Miles just starts beating the shit out of this guy. Just just lays into him. Just starts stomping him, rips his wings off, rips his suit off, and just starts kicking the shit out of him. And you got this big uh splash panel right here just kicking the shit out of him. And the Bumbler is just like, look, man, I, I said I'm done. and You won. I, I give up. You know, and Miles is looking at him like about to just like put a hold for him. Then he realized, oh, shit, I can't do that. So he just webs him up and leaves, you know, but while he's going, he's realized he starts thinking to himself, like, wait a minute, something is going on me right now. and I got to think about it. Like, first, I got to center myself and realize why I became Spider-Man to begin with. Did I become a Spider-Man just to beat the shit out of people, just to work out my anger issues? Or did I become Spider-Man to use my powers to help the powers? I got to remember why I'm being Spider-Man, you know, and he does that shit. So once he realized that, you know, he he kind of calms down. He's about going to go home because he knows he's going to get grounded. Meanwhile, that same girl, or uh, whatever her name is, she goes home. She walks into her basement and it turns out that she has surveillance footage of Miles Morales and his parents and Genki and, and him changing clothes and she knows he's Miles Morales to be continued. And she's gonna like, I'm going to take your power away from you because you don't know how to use it correctly. To be so that's the book um uh, yeah i'm done <laughs> i mean I'm, when i mean done i'm like i'm done with this book i'm not i'm not picking up a second one uh i was wondering who wrote this book i never heard of this writer before is Zodie Ziegler or whatever his name is all i know is that he wrote episodes of she-hulk so I, that's that enough for me to go there oh I think he's gone again uh i don't know if he has any more i think he's done all the books he was gonna do yeah he done do a powerbomb He's did uh, the other two books too. He did the Batman one. So yeah. I think I think he's out of here. So that's okay. Uh Eli's out of here. Oh, are you there? Oh, there you go. Okay, you like frozen for like five seconds. But yeah,
0: yeah I, I got kicked off again. I don't know. <laughs> okay. At least you didn't like
1: leave and come back. You just like froze for a second. Yeah. So yeah. Uh but yeah, any, any more books you got or
0: um should I do this? I'll fuck it. I'll do Earth Divers number three real quick
1: long as okay, the internet cool.
0: me, since I forgot I put it on, I, I forgot to put it on the list. So this that's is, cool. this is that uh, book about the natives who go back in time to kill Columbus. Um, so earth divers, it's in the future, hundred years in the future. The earth is a shithole, dead planet. Um, there's a group of native Americans living in the wastelands who find a, a time portal inside a cave and decide, you know what? We're going to save the world because the world went to shit the moment columbus came and colonized america which led to the that the world downfall um so so yeah so this guy goes back in time he's on the ship of the he's on columbus's crew he's he he's studied the language he's trying to blend in trying not to blow his cover they're all kind of weary about him he ends up burning down one of the ships the pinta he sinks one of them okay um they got him captured like what the fuck? You're you're some devil demon. And he's like, it's <clears throat> like, yeah, I know where you're going. And they're like, they think he's psychic because he knows the history. He's like, I know where you're going. I I know what's happening. And um, so that while that's going on, back in the future, there's the you know the the his friends that he's left behind got a little murky. I gotta say, I think a future version of himself is back there, and I'm not sure what was going on. Um, that's my big gripe with this issue. Stephen Graham Jones. I'm a, I've read multiple novels. He's a horror writer, a native horror writer. I've read a bunch of his books, um, really dig his books. But I think, you know, being a novelist and making that transition to the comics, it gets a little murky and I think it shows here where I can tell what he's trying to do, but translating that into a comic book. I'm a little, I got a little confused of what was going on. Um, but uh, I still dig it. I still like the concept. There's a scene where Columbus is talking to the dude, and he's saying, "Yeah, I will show you. I will make the. I'm going to make the sky burn." He's basically calling himself. Say they think he's the devil. He's like, mm-hmm. well, I'm gonna, "Well, yeah. He sh- c- take me upstairs, and I'll show you. I'll demonstrate how I can burn the sky." Yeah. So, if so they take,
1: think he's the devil, he's leaning into it. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So he bring they bring him back up to the deck and then just enough to see a shooting star go over and why does he know this because he's read columbus's logs back in you know he's read the history of columbus he's read columbus's journals and it's funny that he did this because they're in the journals he actually told the natives that he can make the sky disappear he can make the moon disappear he can you know and he knew cuz he knew when a, he knew when the eclipses came he knew all that shit and he was tricking the natives that's like a that that was like an old story so he ends up turning that on Columbus like I'm gonna he knew that there was a shooting star coming because he read a journal that Columbus said oh that uh tonight there was a bright shining star came flying across the sky so he's doing that shit which is kind of funny um other than that I mean this one I'll give a three out of five like I said it got a little murky wasn't sure what was going on um during the future scenes because you're dealing with two different versions of the same character, but I'm still digging the concept, I'm still digging the idea. So I'll give it a three out of five.
1: Cool. Cool. Oh, let me see what Jake got here. Uh you know, standalone comments. You recommend you uh, do it now top, you're gonna spread, make a list?
0: Spread. Okay. Read spread. If you haven't read spread, that's awesome. It's like the thing. It's like the thing in the in a, in yeah. It's basically if you like the thing, John Carpenter's a thing, check out spread. That's really cool. Uh, Scott Snyder's uh, witches with the Y, W Y T C H that's great. Off the top. That's, I'm sure there's more of them, but uh, but off the top, check those out.
1: Good cool. Uh, like I said, listen this long, left to like, share, subscribe. You know, we gotta figure out something to do next week. Are we gonna do the graphic novel thing next week? Or are we just gonna just play? Oh, right yeah, here?
0: yeah, we can do that because that's the avatar, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I'll read that. So. Yeah. We'll do <laughs>
1: We'll, we'll find something i might do that or i might switch it up oh y'all yeah, know I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna see what All we're gonna right. do i think that'd be a good book to review so next week i think don't quote don't hold us our feet to the fire on this one i think we're gonna do just a whole episode on a graphic novel and we're just gonna do that and that's it and it's gonna be one that's kind of fairly popular or if it's not fairly popular one that you kind of need to know about but we we have when we gotta we gotta narrow it down Kev, hey, you got suggestions? Let us know. Post it in here and let us know if you want us to What do you so.
0: want us to read?
1: Yeah, what do you want us to read? We know we <laughs> we already know we're not going to get things. So at the end of the day, we're going to do what we want to do anyway.
0: Yeah, so, we're not but, seeing avatars. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like seeing avatars. Like Jake's I already, already, I asking. <laughs> already asking. He's already Right.
1: No, nope. Avatar? no, we're not seeing Avatar. Now, don't care.
0: <laughs> I did, don't give a shit.
1: Yeah. Dances with Wolves
0: yeah. in Space, part two.
1: <laughs> right. We don't need a part two. We didn't need a part one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so we like instead of being forced to see, shit, we, we don't want to see. We
0: could have we could talk about how we don't like the movie.
1: <laughs> let's not do that, that because that's going to be they're gonna, they're everything, gonna turn wrong, us with everything yeah. wrong with Avatar, everything wrong with Avatar. Yeah, because there's going to be so many other videos yeah. out there that could do the same thing about how much they hate Avatar and James Cameron. And that is owned by Disney, how much they hate Disney. So, yeah, let's not do that. Let's go against the grain, you know. So, we'll figure out something. Uh, but we'll figure out something. Like I said, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. Talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel.
0: windows out
1: party pull up. windows out party pull up. windows out of pull up. in the like What's windows out of frame? Money taller than the trees in Yosemite. Got my 40 on me, that's my mini me. Damn near anything I want, I can afford it. Listen, never hustle backwards, always forward. Progression. I can multitask, always on the grind. I can walk and shoot gun at the same time. I ain't on hiatus, I ain't missing an action I'm the center of attention, bitch, the main attraction When I enter the turf, when I pull up what People gather around me like an ice cream truck No cap, People always ask me what I do for a what you do? I wear many hats, I'm something like legs I love liquor and sex, sex. Booty and breasts Breast. A couple stretch marks and cellulite on her flesh She got her legs open like a field goal pile Booty softer than the King Hawaiian robe Big subwoofer in the bag like wolf for bouncing like a tramp glass shake when I roll past the scene Candy apple paint dripping classic green. Everybody eating, you can ask the team. Fast and mean. Speakers bumping, tags is clean Keep me something to smoke on Bad bitch to poke on. Bass hit like an earthquake. You niggas hold on I hit the block and roll on. My bitch got ass like 218s. 18s. Our favorite two short song is in those jeans Check them out. Shake it baby if you like this song. Do a nasty dance every time they turn it on. It's got mo bass than baseball she down on her knees, she wanna face show. I gotta yo. give her what she want. Turn it up loud and let that shit bump. Everybody love to funk. slumping in the trunk, you in the back seat wishing you was in the front. She said something, asking if I heard, but bitch I can't hear one motherfucking word. Motherfuckin bitch. Big subwoofer in the back, like what's up? Blow the windows out the frame. It's a party wanna pull up. Big, big subwoofer in the back, like what's up? Blow the windows out the frame. It's a party. When Back like pussy blow the windows out of frame It's a party wanna pull up Big Big Sub in the back like Puss blow the windows out of frame It's a party wanna pull up Big Big Sub Big titty hooker, cocaine cooker, rooftop looker.
0: Looked out and saw T.J. Hooker. Jumped off the roof like Superfly Snooker. You know me, I'm up in it like a booger. Then I treat the bitch like some dice and I shook her. I heard this youngin screaming like a woman, yelling that they coming. Nigga, we ain't running. It's a new day, still got the AK. If these bitches wanna take it back to 88, turn the music down, for we locking horns. Keep the
1: party going, it's a false alarm. Big sub, whoop in the back, like, what's up, blow the windows out of frame, it's a party wanna pull up. Big, big sub, whoop in the back, like, what's up, blow the windows out of frame, it's a party wanna pull up. Big, big sub, whoop in the back, like, what's up, blow the windows out of frame, it's party wanna pull up. Big, big sub, in the bag, like, puss up, blow the windows out we